Hey, Bridgetown, and to all of you listening online, John Mark Comer here. Today is election day in Portland, Oregon, and in the United States of America. And it is a monumental election for our generation. And whatever happens, a lot of you woke up this morning feeling fear in your body, feeling scared or uncertain or feeling like, what is going to happen? Driving into morning prayer early this morning, there were <laughs> the city's been boarded up since early summer, but even more than ever before, so many shops closed down and plywood over the top. And that's a little bit scary or even a lot. There's so much fear in the air. So all I want to do right now is just read a psalm or better said, pray a psalm and then just lead you through a prayer for election day. Not a prayer for a political, you know, for a politician or a political party to take or lose power, but a prayer for us to just express ourselves before God. To start, I want to read over you Psalm 2. This is a psalm that the New Testament writers come back to on a regular basis to make sense of Jesus as it was a kind of prophecy of the coming Messiah. Some of the language is a bit intense or um, violent or over the top for us, but more and more we are grasping just how fitting that is. Psalm 2. Why do the nations conspire? and the peoples plot in vain. The kings of the earth rise up, and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance the ends of the earth, your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, or let me translate or paraphrase, therefore, you presidents, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth, or better said, you politicians of America. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment, but blessed are all who take refuge in him. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right here and now, on November 3rd in Portland, Oregon, we take refuge in you. We place our trust and with it our safety and our security, not in a politician or a political party or what happens or does not happen in our city or on the streets or with violence or without, we place our trust in you. We take refuge 
and hide our spirit in you. Whatever happens today and in the coming weeks or does not happen, whoever wins, whoever loses, whether the best days of our nation are still ahead of us or we enter into a prolonged period of turmoil, whatever happens to the future of the church in our country, whether it's legal for us to teach and preach and live the scripture or not, whether we flourish and thrive or face hardship, whatever comes, God, we place our trust in you. You are our King. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Place our deep confidence in you. We step into your kingdom, and from there, we live in peace as we live in the presence of God. And we pray, Father, above all, that today and in the coming days and weeks and months, that your name would be set aside as holy. People would become consumed with wonder at who you are, how holy, how other, how unique and special you are, how different, how unlike any of us you are. We pray that your kingdom, your rule and your reign and the the way that you have set up earth and society and the human soul and relationships to flourish and thrive, that your reign would come on earth, in Portland, on the streets of downtown, as it is in heaven, that your will would be done, God, that what you want to happen would happen in the church, through the church, in the city, through the city, in the nation, through the nation. Your will be done. It is written that you raise up one and put down another. Would you do your will, which is beyond our finite wisdom or intelligence to grasp? Would you give us today all that we need, food, shelter, safety, protection, and God, would you help us to just live today, not even today, just this morning, one hour at a time. Would you forgive us, God, our sins? Have mercy on us, the way that we have become captive to political ideology, which is idolatry. The way that we have put our hope in the machinations of man and woman. The way that we have put our sense of well-being or peace or joy in whether or not our political vision happens or does not happen. God, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us for any anger that is unrighteous or contempt or disdain or arrogance or unfaithfulness to the way of Jesus and to orthodoxy or injustice or racism or lack of care for women or the poor. Just forgive us, God, of anything that is in our heart that is not of you. As we forgive those who sin against us, give us grace to do that, God. Give us mercy to forgive and love our enemies, political or otherwise, people that we have deep emotional disagreements with. Would you just give us the grace to forgive, to release, to love, and to bless? And above all, God, would you deliver us from evil, from human evil, 
from non-human evil, from demonic spirits unleashed upon our city and our nation that tear our nation apart, that divide brother against brother and father against son and mother against daughter, that tear apart the fabric of peace and love and joy and justice, that inflame groups against each other, that cause the powerful to abuse that power rather than leverage it on behalf of those who are weak. God, deliver us from evil. Don't let bad things happen to us in the coming days and hours and weeks and months. Deliver us from temptation to sin, to idolatry, to contempt, to angry tirades online, to unkind words spoken to family, to silence when courage is what's called for. God, have mercy on us, for yours is the kingdom. That's what we put our hope in. We care about our nation. We care about our city. We want to see it change and flourish and thrive and come back to a place of unity and social cohesion. But God, yours is the kingdom. You are the king. It's the kingdom of God that is our primary citizenship, and that is where we place our trust and our emotional well-being. So God, your will be done. And just yours is the kingdom. To you be glory honor and power forever and ever. Amen.